he says bratwurst like for real without trying to be funny uh, why does that bother you they're just called bratwurst <laughs> not bratwurst add tomato tomato it's huh? that's a dialogue bratwurst thing. bratwurst he's from he's from Aaron dumbass you know yeah all right you primitive screwheads listen up I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I'll make this look good. You are now listening to the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Hello, everybody, and welcome to take two of this episode of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. We're operating uh, without adult supervision. Michael Lucas, our normal host, is when, when the completely gone, so the I screwed away, up. The mice will forget to start recording. Uh, we have uh, fewer reviewers than we were expecting for this movie. <laughs> Today with us, we've got Brent Fruget. Say hi. Hi. We've got Matt McNeil. Hi. And myself, Aaron Kronikin. Uh, we'll be getting into DVDs coming to your home. See how I did that, Mike? And movies coming to theaters. <laughs> and not here then, to appreciate it. <laughs> he'll hear it on the podcast. Uh, and then we'll get into our review of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Um, spoiler alert, we probably all liked it. Uh, <laughs> but we'll get into that. Uh, let's just uh, jump right into it. Brent, what do you, you have DVDs for us? I do. All right. Um, not a whole lot coming out. Um, looks like the big one is Zoolander 2. We have How to Be Single, The Finest Hour, Risen, and Rise of the Legend. A whole lot of movies I've never heard of besides Zoolander 2, pretty much. Well, and The Finest Hour, the that finest, was a yeah. big release, a and Disney like, release. And that one has Chris Pine, and I, I like Chris Pine, so that one might be good. Chris Pine and, and uh, Casey Affleck is in that one. Ben Affleck's little brother, better yeah. brother. I don't, Better brother. I don't think anybody's excited for any of these movies. Uh, I don't. I, I'm none pretty of sure. us, anyway. Well, no, and I'm pretty sure Zoolander two did horribly in theaters. Yeah, so. they keep. They're trying to revive. The same thing happened with Anchorman two, and then they did Dumb and Dumber two. And it's like you have these classic comedies that they keep coming back for number two, and it's apparently not working out for them. Fifteen years too late. Right. Right. Oh, hey, Ghostbusters hey, three. We didn't Just, mess up at the beginning. Yeah, I, I I said DVDs and theaters correctly, so I'm taking over from now on. Uh, <laughs> all right, so McNeil, you've got theaters for yep, us. Let us know what's in theaters. Only two movies really are coming out in wide release, and it's X-Men Apocalypse and Alice Through the Looking Glass. So I personally am excited for X-Men. Wrongly so. Uh, well, that remains to be seen. Um, and then I'm not excited for Alice Through the Looking Glass because Tim Burton and Johnny Depp need to take a break from each other. Well, that's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> no, that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't like that combination either. I just I couldn't pass up the opportunity for a big Lebowski line. It start it started off good. Like they had a few good movies together, and then it it just got so bad. It yeah, got so bad. And it's just it's like the same movie with a different plot. It's just Johnny Depp act cuckoo. Well, that's kind of Johnny Depp now. That's his yeah. shtick. Like, wear a silly hat and and be crazy. Yeah. Well, but he did Black Mass, and yeah. everybody said he was very good in Black Mass. I think it's just his choice of movie roles. I didn't see that one, so I don't know. Yeah. So uh, that's so. And then X Men Apocalypse. You said you're looking forward to 
I personally am not. I haven't That's heard much good things about it. I've heard very good things about it, so I guess we'll find right. out once it comes out on Thursday. I guess we will. I mean, you won't because you're probably not going to go see it since you hate superhero movies. But uh, Well, uh, yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's what's to like about them? Um, superheroes, I guess. <laughs> They're Anyways. just gonna go back and forth all show. That's what this whole show is gonna be—is those two going. You know what? Forget forward. Terminator Two. Let's just talk about whether or not superhero right. movies, whether or not X Men <laughs> movies, need to be continued. <laughs> they don't. Uh, so let's just—I mean, any any movie news you guys have heard about other than upcoming release? It's kind of a slow week for DVDs and theaters. Nothing huge. Uh, the second trailer for Ghostbusters oh. dropped. We talked and, about that before. <laughs> well, yeah, and and how the first trailer is the most disliked movie trailer on YouTube. I haven't heard whether or not this one has oh. topped it, but I have not heard good reactions. Did you see it? it? I haven't seen oh, the it's second bad. trailer. That whole idea, that whole movie looks bad. And yeah. the second trailer does not get me any more excited than I was. for. Oh. I think a lot of this goes back to what we just said 30 seconds ago about them making a comedy that's yeah. really good and then years later coming out with another one like this is i guess are they counting this as a sequel or a reboot i think this they don't reboot. even know i'm pretty sure this is a reboot <laughs> well, it does not but then they keep the... like marketing it kind of as a sequel like oh 15 whatever 20 years ago they fought the ghosts and now yeah so I, it's just a muddled mess it looks silly but and not a mostly good, not a good silly it's just not Bill Murray, so that's all that I needed to know. True. Yeah. <laughs> no no Murray or Ackroyd. I'm sure they might have but, cameos or something, but... I mean, Bill Murray has done his fair share of horrible things. Well, but Bill Murray's Bill Murray. Looking so. at you, Osmosis Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that that's one. That's a terrible movie. <laughs> all right, anyways. Uh, so I guess this is the part where, and I'll let McNeil take care of this, the... Social media plugs. Social media plugs. Follow us on Twitter at Nothing Real, R-E-E-L. If you have been listening to the show, you should know how to spell it. Uh, follow us on Facebook at Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Uh, like, rate, and subscribe on iTunes. Um, we're on Podbean as well as some other um, streaming sites. Uh, you can Google us and pull us up that way. Uh, if you have any requests that you want us to do, if you want a uh, movie for us to talk about, um, or if you want to argue with us about a review we did, um, email us at lethargicmedia at gmail.com. And that's exactly how we have come to this review. This was a, a listener request. Terminator 2 Judgment Day came from the, the email inbox. It was requested, so we're doing it. That is a so very nice segue. Send us your requests. Send us your arguments or agreements. Send us whatever you want, lethargicmedia at gmail.com. Um, this is the part where we get into the review. So, if you have not seen Terminator Two From in the last ninety-one <laughs> in the last twenty-plus years, we're going to spoil it. So, turn it off. Go watch it. Come back to us. Uh, it is uploaded in its entirety on YouTube. That's how That's I found probably it. Probably like five dollars yeah. at Walmart. <laughs> well, yeah, but I don't. I didn't want to spend money because I don't own it, and it was on Netflix for the longest time. Now it's not. Or so. Brent and I watched it together. He had the quote extreme DVD. Oh, it was extreme. <laughs> it was extreme. I could hardly handle the amount his, of DVD. His DVD player wasn't working at first. Right. It was do so you, extreme. Do you want to elaborate on that? Um, I think it was extreme because they hid the original theatrical version. There's yeah. two discs. 
neither of them contained the original version, so we had to watch like a three-hour version with an extra 20 minutes. Well, the movie itself is like an hour and a half. It was like an extra 15, 20 minutes, okay. so it was almost three hours, I guess. I, I think we must have watched the same one then because the one that I watched was about three hours. Okay. Did Arnold have a creepy, weird smile in this one? Yeah. <laughs> that's the extreme version. Yeah, I was like, that's not in the movie. <laughs> where he, he tries to teach him how to smile. Oh, that's such a good scene. Uh, but... Not anyways. Uh, <laughs> so Terminator Two Judgment Day. That's what we're reviewing. It got ninety three percent certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes by critics, ninety four percent by the audience. So universally liked. Eight point four average rating from critics, uh, three point eight out of five from so seven point six out of ten from uh, users. For IMDb, it got uh, an eight point five out of ten. It's not very often uh, where we have a movie on Rotten Tomatoes where the critics give it a higher rating than the audience. Yeah, and this is, uh, I guess we'll just jump into initial thoughts, but this, uh, I'll start with mine. It's its an action movie that is one of those rare action movies where you can appreciate it for being just a, an all-out action movie and being a good movie. Uh, it's not anything special as far as acting it's sometimes awful but uh, it, if, to appreciate it for what it is it's definitely a great movie what are you talking about i believed arnold actually was a t-800 yeah he, well he's the robot looks well, like a robot he is yeah. the t like i'm pretty sure yeah they model it after him yeah I know. arnold arnold schwarzenegger isn't an actual person he's just oh. a t-800 oh is he yeah all right well back to initial thoughts i guess um like I know I've said this for a few movies. Oh, like when I was a kid, this was one of my favorite movies. When I was a kid, for a few years, this was my favorite movie. I probably saw the movie about a million times when I was a kid. And I even had a, a Terminator action figure that would say, I'll be back in Hasta La Vista. <laughs> Is it weird to anybody else that like every awful rated R movie we watched was Brent's favorite childhood movie? <laughs> no, 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 no. I said one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, like but his, his five-year-old Brent's watching Terminator Two and uh, okay. Full Metal Jacket. Okay. Full coming, Metal coming Jacket, I'll, Full Metal Jacket, I'll give you. But who? What five-year-old didn't watch Terminator Two? That's our age, really. I mean, like that. That every kid our age watched that. Yeah, movie. I guess it was a little different back then. That's what we did was watch rated R movies yeah. when we could get away with it. So. I'm sure it's the same now. Yeah, probably. Uh, so, McNeil, your your initial thoughts? I absolutely love this film. Uh, it's probably one of, if not the best action movie ever made. Um, but, and this is a big but, uh, <laughs> it has not aged well. Well, it's 25 years old. Yeah, but a lot of movies are 25 years old that still, and I bring this up every time we, we have this conversation, the original Jurassic Park has aged extremely well, and it's just as old. Um, they're, a few I, years younger. Yeah, well, <laughs> they're pretty close to the same age. Um, but this movie, there were just some things that like stood out as obviously bad. But the movie overall is still great. I, I get what you're saying, and yeah, there are some things where I watch it now, and I'm like, yeah, that didn't age so well. But without this movie, a lot of the good special effects we have now won't wouldn't really exist. No, no, yeah, absolutely. Like the as old as the movie is, like the T1000 still looks really good. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, <Weird>. yeah. <laughs> at, at, at the same time, Weirdos. you have things like Arnold's stunt double when they're doing yeah, that, that chase yeah, scene yeah. where the semi, and he, it's, it's just he doesn't even look anything remotely close. Like, to hey, Arnold. put some glasses on that guy. That'll do. <laughs> uh, and then there's a there's another thing like towards the end of the movie when Arnold gets his arm severed, uh, and right before they lower him into the the steel and he's walking and the shoulder is jutted out like an extra foot because it's clearly just like, wrapped around his arm yeah, yeah. and his arms yeah. like right here and you can tell that his arm is like just tucked into his shirt but oh, whatever well, okay so, but you still thought well okay so you thought it was good there are some flaws uh before we actually get into it i forgot to actually give the synopsis and actors and such and such so let's everybody knows i would hope but yeah, uh, Terminator Two, a sequel to <gasps> the Terminator. No way. Yeah, thought this was a RoboCop uh, synopsis. Sequel. Is a cyborg identical to the one who failed to kill Sarah Connor must now protect her young son John Connor from a more advanced cyborg made out of liquid metal. Uh, directed by James Cameron, written by James Cameron and William Wisher. It stars Arnold as the Terminator. Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor, Edward Furlong as John Connor, and Robert Patrick as the T one thousand. That's that's all. Pretty you really much it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, there there are some other characters in there. Uh, Joe Morton plays Miles Dyson. He's kind of a bigger part in here, but not yeah, much else to it, know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, our usual suspects: acting, cinematographer, cinematography, stories. What what stood out to you guys as? The pinnacle, what stood out at what makes it the greatest action movie ever, as you say. Uh, the Just the over-the-top awesome action. Uh, it's a James Cameron movie, so that automatically like ranks it up there because James Cameron... <coughs> Avatar. Has, most of the time, has good movies. He's kind of been on a downswing recently with Avatar and then the four more Avatar movies that we're supposed to get. Uh, yeah, why? <laughs> because the first know. one made but boatloads but of back, money? But back in, back in the day, you had Aliens, you had Terminator 2, like all those really, really good James Cameron movies. And this movie is is probably, I would say, my second favorite James Cameron movie behind Aliens. Yeah, so he he had a string from like mid '80s to through the '90s of what a lot of people would consider great movies: the, the Terminator in '84, Aliens in '86, The Abyss in '89, mm, that's a good uh, one. Terminator Two in '91, uh, followed it with True Lies, another Arnold action movie in '94, yep. um, then did Titanic in '97. So he had a string there where he was. He was at the top of the list for yeah, uh, for great he, directors. He was up there with Spielberg as far as directors go. I actually was reading something, and Terminator 2, then True Lies, and then Titanic, each of those, he set the record for like the biggest budget. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty crazy. And his three and he'll, movies. He'll probably the... set it with well, each he, avatar he, he that comes out. He did the next avatar. I think he did, did he? Or maybe I'm thinking that wrong. I don't know. But I know for those three, he had set it, and then whoever broke it since then. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure Avatar is the most expensive movie made to date. So I guess unless he tops that with the second Avatar. But uh, back, getting back on track, um, the cinematography in this movie is just beautiful. There are so many good shots. Uh, it really complements um, Arnold. 
because he's not a good actor. Yes, <laughs> that's a lot of these set pieces, like the big action pieces and, and all of the, just how it looked really covered up for, I mean, because Arnold is obviously, but he's supposed to be robotic, so there's not much to do there. Right. But uh, Edward Furlong, I thought, was just more annoying than anything. I hate, and I've said before, like, I hate child actors. This is probably one of the main <laughs> this is reasons. The reason. Once you this saw is Terminator where it all, 2. <laughs> this is where it all started. And then I it agree. just went downhill from there. I agree. It was pretty bad. And then uh, Linda Hamilton was not yeah. good. She no. had moments where it's like, oh, she's pretty good and then moments where it's like yeah no they could have that just was bad and you a know, lot of it was, was just it seemed like she was just overacting a lot, all the scenes where she's trying to argue with the people trying to tell them what's going to happen and it just seemed but the T-1000 is probably one of the best movie villains of all time and he does such a good job in that role well again <laughs> not much acting required no but <laughs> he just he's, he looks menacing like he's not a big guy yeah. but he looks menacing um when he does have dialogue, it's not it's not delivered in a robotic, monotone way like Arnold's is. Well, I think so. that was also supposed to be on purpose, too, because the T-1000 was a prototype. It was an upgrade. You know, it's supposed to be better than the old model, so everything he does is supposed to be better. Than yeah, and, and, you know, it makes sense in the context of the movie, but I'm saying, like, you know how how you have uh, actors and this is, like, the role they were destined to play? I kind of feel like this was his yeah, and he didn't do much of anything afterwards, so this is what... Yeah. Most I mean, when you see him in other things, you're like, hey, that's the guy yeah. from Terminator 2. That's the bad guy <laughs> from Terminator 2, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But other than, I mean, I guess, quote, good acting as both machines, there was it was not good. It was bad, in my opinion. Very bad. Oh, you know, all... all the, but but it's just a, it's a cheesy 90s right. action, and that's... Like par for the course for all these older movies. Like none of the acting was well, ever and, and good. And at least this one, I guess, covered it up with all the other good things about it. I mean, the story is a good story. The cinematography, like you said, it, it, the whole movie looks great. Uh, like the one scene in particular when he shoots all the uh, the gas grenades out into the where yeah. the police are, and then he's just driving the big SWAT van through it. So. It, that I thought was one of the best looking scenes. It's I would agree. Dark outside, the red and blue flashing lights through all the smoke. But when you boil it down, it is kind of just a dumb action movie. Oh yeah, no, it's a popcorn flick, but it's such an enjoyable movie. Like if you if you break it down, like yeah, the acting is bad, the cinematography is great, uh, and that's really all you have to look at. And the rest of it is just turn your brain off and watch two robots punch each other. Right, and and just the thought of it's basically a chase movie throughout the kind entire of. thing and just the thought of like these people are being pursued by unstoppable apparently unkillable machines that can look like anybody right so that i think works well with the movie because you never feel like the characters are safe even with arnold protecting them so I, that's why i think he that's what makes him one of the best movie villains is because of how powerful he is. Yeah, it's he's like the perfect killing machine, and there has never been, and I don't know why, with the the rest of the Terminator movies, like they never, all of the subsequent Terminators are all worse than I the T1000. I think what you meant to say is I don't know why they made more Terminators. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, because T2 didn't leave itself open for a sequel. Exactly, and that's what I was thinking watching this. 
is we just had closure and then we got more bad Terminator movies after this? Yeah. I, I don't even remember number three, how they uh, explained away the fact that the computer chips were destroyed. Yeah. I don't remember either. I just remember that was the one with the lady Terminator who was still worse than the T-1000. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying a new model because that one didn't get the job done. <laughs> it's a joke. Forget it. But I don't know. Like you guys are saying, like, I don't know why they did make any more. And I don't know if I even remember. Money. Uh, yeah, money. But <laughs> I don't even know, remember if I've seen the third one fully. So I don't know if they even do explain the chips. Like it's been so long. Bring them like back and like hey, just forget about them burning the other ones. Literally, the only thing I remember about the third one is that the Lady Terminator can inflate her boobs to distract guards. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, so. She's like that's the the, upgrade. So she's like one of the robots (laughs) from the Austin Powers movies that gets the the cannons out of there and they shoot people. (laughs) That's exactly what they are. Uh, So. We, we uh, no acting. Cinematography is great. What else is there that makes it stand out? I mean, everybody recognizes this movie as one of the greatest. Is it just the action? Is it just the story and how great it is? Yeah, to watch? I mean, it it is a fantastic story despite all the terrible acting. It's still a good story, and the action is just that over the like you've got a kid on a dirt bike out running a semi. <laughs> And being hit by the semi and maintaining control. (laughs) And the semi, that scene, as cool as it is, made me just annoyed. Because, first of all, that part where there's little kid and then he gets hit. And then when the semi ramps off the overpass and just destroys itself. (laughs) And you can see the broken axle and one tire's facing (laughs) the wrong way. Yeah. And then it, like, cuts scene and it's driving perfectly. Uh, Yeah. And things like that. hit the wall a few times. And 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 that kind of goes back to what I was saying about this movie didn't age well. Right. And, like, there are a lot of things that you can nitpick like that. But does that really have anything to do with aging? I mean, that's just editing because i mean there's movies now that do stuff worse than that and they're like oh no it's fine you know the engine blew up two seconds ago but it's still going that's true but special effects have come such a long way that like unless you're just really really bad at editing you can make it look good but they i don't know it was 1991 so i I can kind of (laughs) forgive it i can give it a pass because of how old it was yeah 25 years yeah like they they did what they could but like you've got you've got that awesome sequence. You've got the sequence where they uh, break into Cyberdyne and Arnold's fighting off all the SWAT, and he yeah. he, he just grabs that minigun and he's just going to town, and that's like the coolest thing. Yeah, ever. I the the one scene right before the other scene I mentioned where he shoots the uh, smoke grenades out is when he walks out and all the the whatever they are police and SWAT are huddled behind the counter. Yeah, and Edward Furlong doesn't want or whatever his name John Connor. <laughs> doesn't want him to kill anybody yeah so he just walks out there and he just starts, he just starts kneecapping everybody <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> i love it the first time he does that and john connor's like what'd you do that for and <laughs> he's he'll like he'll live, live. <laughs> that's yeah I, I did like how they made because that's what's scary about these people even the terminator himself is just they are killing machines designed to even when he says you can't kill people his response is why yeah it just doesn't make sense to them so yeah so uh, they are great characters at least they th- well I hate John Connor. Well, you didn't like the acting, but the character. I didn't like the character either. I liked the idea of this 
he's the reason everything is happening. Like the time travel is to either kill or protect him. Yeah. But the character himself is just awful. <laughs> it's like, I would agree. And that's, that's m- m- largely in part to the acting. Well, but and, and just the writing, like even Arnold mentions when, when uh, Sarah Connor's going to kill miles Dyson, Arnold's like, yeah, if she kills him, that stops the war. And he's like, but but you have to kill somebody. It's just come on, right? Kill him. Yeah. End of the war. There we go. Exactly. So whatever. Um. But, but yeah. No. There there are a lot of good action scenes. Like when Sarah Connor's breaking out of the mental institution. That's and the and the T one thousand is chasing her. That's a good scene. Um. The final fight in the the steel mill is really cool. Um. And this movie's just insanely quotable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because of all the one liners from Arnold. Yeah. And it's not it's not over the top like there are Arnold movies that have way more one liners. Yeah, yeah. But this is the one that introduces Hasta la Vista, baby. And everything else he says. Yeah. <laughs> after <laughs> after uh John Connor introduces him to all the the one liners, yeah, so yeah. it's definitely recognizable quotes. The one issue and I wanted to bring this up, I think I saw this before ever seeing the Terminator. Oh, really? The first one. So I really, really wish I would have watched them in the right order because I think I missed something. I lost a little bit of something because you see, like you're introduced to the Terminator and the T-1000 at the same time mm-hmm. without knowing which one is there to kill John Connor and which one is there to protect John Connor. So if you had seen the first one and then start watching this, you think that Arnold's machine is there to kill him yeah and just that that little weird bit of psychology with sarah connor like you're thinking that the person that was there to stop john connor from being born is there to protect him now so that would have been good to experience but like i said i I saw this one first so you kind of know arnold's the good guy yeah and it's weird like that and this might just be a james cameron thing but the original Terminator felt more like a horror movie, and this one is just balls-to-the-wall action. Yes, and that's another point I want to bring up, is when they stop the action and try to go into the, the little uh, feel-good, like, this is why humans deserve to be saved moments. I don't think that worked very well because of John Connor's character involved in all of it. Yeah, and then it's like we we get these little downtime moments, and Sarah Connor's just telling us what how, like we get these little bits of exposition yeah. right in the middle of the movie. I do hate all the narration from Sarah Connor. Yeah, and it's like just show show us the scene, let us understand what's going on. So that was a little bit of a pet peeve for me. Is every time she started narrating to tell us what's going on to progress the story to the next part. Mm-hmm. Which is just exactly what that is, progressing from one action scene to the next, because yeah. that's all that matters. Yep, basically. All right. Brent, you've been really quiet. Well, I mean, you guys say and stuff, and I don't disagree with you, so I can't be like, ah, oh, well, you're wrong about that. And I mean... <laughs> okay, so, Brent, at the uh, one hour, 25 <laughs> oh, minutes, you're wrong. and 30 seconds mark, what did you like about that scene in particular? Oh, when the T-1000 put his claw into the car, and... That might be pretty close. <laughs> yeah, that actually <laughs> really, was really cool. And then he, like, flies a helicopter into the back of the truck, 
And uh. Did anybody think, speaking of when the T-1000 is like hooked into the car, and then they just have that scene of the, the limp dummy dragging behind the <laughs> car? As he's... That's just another another yeah. thing where it's like it just didn't age very well. Yeah, it's and it still is great, but there, there are a lot of things like that. Oh, yeah, and like for every, but for every moment of something that stands out as like obviously poor special effects, there's at least three moments of awesomeness yeah and and you can tell how revolutionary it would have been in 91 like the the metal and the reflecting yeah of the fire and the reflect bit of basically everything yeah looked really good it still looks really good it does um also this movie has hands down at least in my opinion the greatest movie death in the history of movie deaths what the through the milk carton what <laughs> when he, that's my favorite the, the one. foster when, dad uh, when oh when he's the t-1000 is pretending to be the foster mom and that like, well, that was actually a really good moment like that was like a spooky yeah uh like he's pretending like the t-800 is pretending to be john and then he's like oh your parents are dead and like that was that was a good scene but no i'm talking about i know now why you cry but it's something i can never do uh, and then they lower him in and he gives yeah. the thumbs up and it's like oh that's so cool yeah, I think Brent did mention while we were watching that's the way he wants to go. I said, is, you know, uh, lowered I'm, into yeah. lava. I said, when I'm on my deathbed, you guys just lower me into that and I'll have my thumbs Some up like that. Some steel. <laughs> so keep that in mind when Brent dies or is on his deathbed. Yep, we're just going to drop him into molten yeah. steel. We have to go to a steel factory. and Unfortunately, just... I'm going to outlive all of you. And you you better <laughs> fight <laughs> through the pain and give a thumbs up, Right, Brent. no screaming. Like <laughs> <laughs> thumbs up, guys. <laughs> Anyways, so we've touched on like plot holes, problems with the film, but what, I mean, is there anything else? Because like I said, we keep mentioning how great it is, but. Well, I, I know he has been talking about the special effects and you know, like there, like he said, there are some that are bad and haven't aged well, but just a lot of this stuff is still really cool looking. Like when the T-1000 comes up from the floor behind the security guard and when he gets all his gloop into the helicopter <laughs> gloop <laughs> yeah okay. when he like liquefies into the helicopter and he y- tells the pilot to get out and he's just like all right and jumps out of the helicopter well, which oh, is and, kind of... as bad as maybe some of the cgi was the practical effects which there were a lot of them for an action movie yeah were awesome everything looked uh, except for the parts where it's like the bad editing you can see things weird right. but the practical effects because you don't see that in action movies anymore everything's CGI and yeah. green screen. And yep. Like when, like when Arnold takes all that damage and they, they've got like the stuff on his face that, that, like that all looks really good. Right. But then at the same time, when his left shoulder is jutting out an extra foot because he has his arm tucked in, like yeah. that looks a little silly. <laughs> well, I, I mean, we're only at thirty minutes. Is this going to be a short review? Oh man, <laughs> because it's an action movie and there's nothing to talk about. Ah. Uh... We gotta we gotta fill some airtime. Um, <laughs> All right, let's just have a uh, thirty minutes, a uh, moment of silence for the T one thousand's death or whatever the Terminator's death. Right? So, oh man! Silence. So spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert! He <laughs> dies at the end. So that that's a, that's actually a really good uh, a moment in the film where you think he died uh, when he gets into all that liquid liquid nitrogen, and then it all just starts to melt and he reforms like that's a really cool looking oh that oh the t-1000 oh yeah i thought you were talking about when the terminator you thought he died that annoyed no 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 no. i'm saying the t-1000 when he was in all the liquid liquid nitrogen and then arnold shoots him and he shatters into a million pieces and then he starts to reform 
that's a really good cool thing because <laughs> then because then he's like going that's, on the he's, that's super cool because well, because then he's like going on the fritz for the rest of it because yeah. he's like dan and his like camouflage isn't working right and stuff which is what allows john connor to recognize that he's the machine and not his mom and yeah that. so it, it worked well the what i was talking about that annoyed me is when you thought arnold died and there were a lot of moments like that where it was just blatant misdirection it's not it was just kind of annoying where Arnold's supposed to be dead, and then out of nowhere he comes up the shaft and shoots him with a, the the uh, grenade launcher and into the steel. It's like those. I don't know. It just felt cheap. Well, I mean, it 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 wasn't that bad because they like they did show you, you him like coming back online with his reserve power. So like he like you knew he wasn't dead, but then he he does kind of just show up out of nowhere. Yeah, one of those yeah, uh, but, Deus Ex Machina's you love yeah. so much. He shot <laughs> him with the grenade launcher, and it looked awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It did look awesome. Like, he was like a sea almost, and like his head was way up there. His arms were flailing around. And, and then Sarah, I had to laugh, because when she's shooting with a shotgun in that scene, and she like uh, tries to chamber another round and fires and nothing happens she's like oh i'm out let me just try again <laughs> see if it'll work this time my invisible shotgun rounds as... yeah so <laughs> anyways yeah i made an awful gesture pretending to chamber around yes childish all right sorry goofy <laughs> Everything's goofy. Uh, um, so what was it? What was everybody? I mean, I guess Aaron, you said your favorite scene was the one where he's shooting the smoke grenades. Yeah, just because of how it looked. Yeah, Brent, what was your favorite scene? Like I said, I think a lot of them is just like when the T one thousand comes out of the floor, or then when he and he k- looks like the other security guard and kills him, or when he like goes into the helicopter. I think just those yeah scenes in general are cool and. Like the one you said where he gets frozen and he blows up. And then the grenade launcher scene, because just how the T-1000 looks, I thought that was probably one of the cooler scenes in the movie. Bring back the T-1000. <laughs> well, and speaking of that, where he gets frozen, that I, I, I think I liked this movie a lot less this time because I noticed a lot of things. Yeah, but I would agree. when he jumps into the uh, ever-so-convenient cryo truck... It, that is the one that ends up crashing and spilling all the freezing liquid, the cryo liquid. And they just keep like panning across the truck before it happens just to make sure you're aware that there's stuff in here that'll freeze you. <laughs> and then it crashes. And of course he gets frozen. Well, yeah. the whole end scene was, you know, just, no, oh, we just so happen to have this. Cause yeah. I mean, they just so happen to end up at the steel mill where everything could melt. Yeah. Right. I do. That's a good point, Aaron. This movie does rely heavily on coincidence. Absolutely. Like the the T one thousand just happens to be discovered first by a police officer, so he can imitate the police officer and have and access just, to more places than he would normally. Yeah, and then he just happens to talk to the right kid who knows where John Connor is, and then he just happens to, and everything just well, kind of. In that defense, he talked to just about every kid. So. Well, yeah, but like he talks to the little girl on the street who's like oh they went to the arcade and yeah but some random girl like just some random girl than yeah him. well they there's a couple things about that but one like you don't know how many people before that he asked they just happened to show that one yeah because he could have been just asking people around the neighborhood and then i was also reading something where there was like i don't know if it was like a deleted scene or something like that but like john connor and his friend was with that girl 
like at their house or something like that, hanging out before he went to the arcade. Oh. Well, maybe if they would have kept that scene in the <laughs> in the extreme version, yeah. the extreme three hour, like they had to put in the thing where John Connor teaches Arnold how to smile, but they can't give us a piece of storyline to explain how the T one thousand knew where he was going to be. And cops, man, they know yeah. everything. <laughs> the all powerful police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of coincidence annoyed me because it was just always there. Like he, the the T one thousand was everywhere at the right time at the right place yep. and just you would think somebody on the police force would be like hey that's not a guy that i know why is he driving off in our police car well, they're <laughs> also in what la where you don't really know other cops unless I guess, they're yeah, in big, your big police force like because here in omaha most of the cops don't really know each other unless they work together yeah that's true and just the coincidence when they're and it's just silly that to notice these things while all this great action scene is happening. But when they get out of the uh, where they blow up the, the chip and all the information and the technology. Uh-huh. And of course, they have to say, like, how many cops are here? And he's like, well, all of them. So that when they destroy all their cars, they can't be pursued. Right. It's just the little things like that. Uh, so. One one thing that did kind of bother me uh, is when Arnold is standing in the window with the minigun. And he's shooting, and all the cops run for cover. And he's like, well, that takes care of all the cops. And then they immediately just start, start <laughs> shooting back at him. And I'm like, that doesn't, that literally doesn't take care of anything. You yeah. blew up all their cars, but they still have all their guns. But it was awesome. <laughs> it was super cool to watch, but, like, that does nothing for the plot. Like, how are they, whatever, whatever. Well, at this point, does anybody have anything else to say? I don't want to just keep rambling about things we hate. I think I think we've gotten to a point where we have enough to rate. Are we good? Yeah. Uh, if they ever make another, please don't make another Terminator movie, <laughs> uh, Hollywood. But well, if you didn't you, like Genesis, I haven't seen it either. If I, <laughs> uh, but I didn't like Salvation. Um, but if you ever make another Terminator movie, don't. I hope you don't. But please just bring back the T-1000 because it's the best Terminator villain out of all the Terminator movies and just quit. Like, don't make old Arnold fight CGI Arnold. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Stop making Terminator movies. Well, yeah, for, first and foremost, <laughs> stop right, making so Terminator who, movies. So who wants to start with their rating and why they rated it that way? I guess I, I can start, I suppose. Yeah. I did not like this movie as much this <laughs> time. How many times have you seen it, though? Well, I don't know. Over the years? 20 years? 25 years? I don't know. A lot? I guess as a kid, it's just cool action movies that you're watching. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that I even really liked it because it was just an action movie. And there was just nothing else. There's no good acting. The cinematography was really good, but cool scenes can't make up for just being a summer blockbuster dumb action movie. So, and and all of the flaws and all the little things you notice, and like I said, bad acting, terrible, terrible child acting as as your main character, the one you're supposed to care about. So I just, I give this, and this is going to hurt you guys, but I give this a six and a half. There's no character development there's no relationships between anybody but an annoying kid and a robot i just didn't like the movie as much there were for for an it's action the iron movie giant, but people that's die what, that's what i was just gonna say you yeah. just did the plot of the iron giant so <laughs> yeah okay annoying kid befriends a robot yeah okay 
At least this robot's cool, unlike in the well, other one. The Iron Giant was super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Iron Giant was willing to just blow people up, not kneecap them. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, six and a half. And if we're just rating based on action movies, just to rate based on whether it was cool or not, it's a nine and a half or ten because it's an awesome, awesome action movie. And it probably is a must-see, but overall as a movie and how much I liked it, six and a half. All right. Um, so I'm going to give this movie an 8.75. Um, can't quite give it a nine. And there are a lot of things that I can nitpick about it because it hasn't aged well, but even with all the bad acting, even with all the, the poor editing in places, the special effects that don't look that great, um, for every nitpick I have, there are three super cool things that I can nerd out about. And you have to take in entertainment value when you're rating a movie. So like, yeah. And I did, but the problem is that for me, the entertainment was so often interrupted by things where you just go, Oh my God, really? Well, (laughs) and that might, I understand it's old. And and, and that might also be a mistake, like our fault because we watched the three hour extreme version with all the extra, like I'm pretty sure if we were to go back and just rewatch the theatrical cut, our version, the original version is like two and a half hours. Is it? Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure though that extra half hour, like there's a lot of stuff in there that doesn't need to be in there. But um, I still super enjoy this movie, even with all the nitpicking that I have. Um, definitely, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Watch Terminator first, but then watch Terminator Two, and it's. It's still one of the best action movies of all time. Um, that's all I have to say about it. Eight point seven five. Um, you know, what I didn't even. I just now realized is we didn't even talk about one of the best parts of this movie, and that is the music, the theme music. Dun 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 dun. dun <laughs> yeah, it, absolutely iconic. It's so simple, but like as soon as somebody says Terminator, that just gets stuck in your head for the rest of the day. Yeah, <laughs> but um, for rating, I don't. It's kind of hard, I guess, to rate a movie like this because there were its flaws and the acting wasn't all that great. But it was my favorite movie as a kid, so I can't give it a bad score. And, like, I take entertainment value into it a lot. So I'm not going to give it quite as high as uh, McNeil, but I'm going to give this movie an 8. I'll be back, I guess. I'll be back. Not like eight T one thousands or no, eight I'll be backs. Okay, no. Uh, and actually, the more I think vista, of it, baby, maybe it's just this viewing, and I don't want to rate it based solely on it because I've seen it so often. Maybe that's why I didn't enjoy it. So I'm gonna bump mine up to a seven, just because I think that's probably more appropriate. I, I can accept that. <laughs> and th- that was another thing is I was thinking while I was watching this movie, I was like, okay, I got to be objective about it. But then I was like, this is probably the not an exaggeration millionth time I've seen this movie. <laughs> so it's like, I not, know not an exaggeration, not an exaggeration, all. but it's got the extreme DVD. Yeah, so he's watched it. You would have had to watch this movie almost every waking second of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Okay. Hence the extreme DVD. Just, yeah. The extreme DVD, you just insert straight into your brain and just constantly plays. Okay. So, uh, I'm not going to use dumb words that don't mean what he's trying to say. Like Michael is, I'm going to say average, <laughs> the average of our scores. <laughs> he says like total and cumulative, cumulative. and whatever. So the average <laughs> is total average. The average is 7.92. Uh, that's 
just, I mean, it's under it's, what it's under critics, but I think it's slightly above what the audience gave it. Yeah, yeah, audience was seven point six. So we're, I mean, seven point nine two is what we think of it. Uh, take that for what you will. Email us if you agree or disagree. Uh, next Monday show. Speaking of emails, we have another listener request. We're going to review. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to review Sicario. Ooh, which I think I might be the only one to have seen this one. I know. Never seen it. I know I haven't. Well, it's by, and I'm going to butcher this, but Denis Villeneuve. He's French. <laughs> See, <laughs> what was that? Villeneuve. Okay. Doing I didn't my know best. Mike was hosting. Uh, yeah, I'm doing my best <laughs> Mike impression. So uh, he's the guy that did, have you seen Prisoners? Uh, Prisoners. It doesn't, Prisoners with it doesn't Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. It doesn't ring a bell. Oh, it's so good. Uh, so Sicario is a 2015 action crime drama. Uh, synopsis is an idealistic FBI agent is enlisted by a government task force to aid in the escalating war against drugs at the border area between the U.S. and Mexico. Uh, it stars Emily Blunt, Josh Brolin, Benicio del Toro. Uh, that's pretty much it it's got uh, john bernthal i have mike's favorite actor i'm not really excited about that cast um we'll get into a review none of them were in star wars yeah (laughs) (laughs) is that why you're not excited about that cast because none of them were in star wars no oh yep not a single one was in a star wars movie no i i think they did just find the problem and i'm not going to get into it but uh the one thing that really excited me and made me watch this movie is the cinematographer is Roger Deakins, who did things like Shawshank Redemption, Ooh. Uh, your favorite, No Country for Old Men. Oh. But you know, <laughs> he does, he, he, does oh. he does pretty much every Coen Brothers movie, and then things like uh, House of Sand and Fog was a good looking movie, A Beautiful Mind, um, a lot of movies, every. Coen Brothers movie is what he's famous for. So yeah, okay. Uh, also, a little movie called The Village. Oh, stop it! <laughs> One of my uh, favorites. Guilty pleasures. You and your your village. That's such a bad movie. It really is. Whatever. Um. So what McNeil, let us know about all the social media stuff again, because uh, I'm not. <laughs> Aaron would be like, "Oh, just Google it." Yeah. Uh, which you can. You can Google nothing but real reviews like and more, you and you'll find us. us. Um, but like us on Twitter at nothing real. Follow us on Facebook, nothing but real reviews and more. Um, comment, rate, subscribe, share, all that good stuff on iTunes, Podbean, uh, whatever other sites we're on. Mike knows them. I don't. Um, if you disagree with us, if you agree with us, if you want to request a movie for us to review, uh, email us at lethargicmedia at gmail dot com. We love to hear from you guys. We the the one time that we actually got an email regarding one of our reviews we read it on air if you send us an email regarding one of our reviews we will read it on air as long as it's appropriate well if you're going to take the time to send in a movie request which we do get just put a little tidbit about whether you agree or what you disagree with that we've done in the past things like that so let us know how we're doing uh and we send, will we'll, if, we'll read it send aaron hate mail um yep. that we will read regardless of how <laughs> vulgar it is 
you can send us just you know all types of stuff like even like some of the movies we've reviewed maybe you want to give your scoring for that movie and maybe we'll be like oh so and so thought it was a seven when we all thought it was an eight and then we can either agree or make fun of you (laughs) (laughs) make fun of you probably if it doesn't agree with me it's wrong so Uh, anyways uh somebody lead us out tell your friends thank you hey guys Oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir. You're a... Sir, I said good day. Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. A special thanks to Jordan Binder. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.